0: Section 10 of The History of Minnesota and Tales of the Frontier, Part 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Muller Ramesh, Woodbury, Minnesota. The History of Minnesota and Tales of the Frontier, Part 1 by Charles E. Flandron. Section 10. Education. The First Territorial Government education. An act organizing a territory simply creates a government for its inhabitants, limiting and regulating its powers, executive, legislative, and judicial, and in our country they generally resemble each other in all essential features. But the Organic Act of Minnesota contained one provision never before found in any that preceded it. It had been customary to donate to the territory and future state one section of land in each surveyed township for school purposes and section sixteen had been selected as the one but at the minnesota act the donation was doubled and sections sixteen and thirty-six in each township were reserved for the schools which amounted to one eighteenth of all the lands in the territory and when it is understood that the state as now constituted contains eighty-four thousand two hundred eighty-seven square miles are about forty-three three hundred seventy-nine acres of land, it will be seen that the grant was princely in extent and incalculable in value. No other state in the Union has been endowed with such a magnificent educational foundation. I may accept Texas, which came into the Union not as part of the United States public domain, but as an independent republic, owning all its lands amounting to two hundred thirty seven five hundred four square miles or one hundred fifty two million two thousand five hundred sixty acres a vast empire in itself i remember hearing a distinguished senator in the course of the debate on its admission into the union describe its immensity by saying a pigeon could not fly across it in a week it affords every citizen of Minnesota great pride to know that, under all faces and conditions of our territory and state, whether in prosperity or adversity, the school fund has always been held sacred, and neither extravagance, neglect, nor peculation has ever assailed it. But it has been husbanded with jealous care from time to time since the first dollar was realized from it until the present, and has accumulated until the principal is estimated at $20 million. The state auditor in his last report of it says, The extent of the school land grant should ultimately be about 3 million acres, and as the average price of this land heretofore sold is $5.96 per acre, the amount of principal alone should yield the school fund not less than $17 million. To this must be added the amount received from sales of timber and for lease and royalty of mineral lands which will not be less than three million dollars more. It is not probable that the average sale price of this land will be reduced in the future, but it may increase, especially in view of the improved method of sale inaugurated by the new land law. The general method of administering the school fund is to invest the proceeds arising from the sale of the lands and distribute the interest among the counties of the state according to the number of children attending school the principle always to remain untouched and inviolate generous grants of land have also been made for a state university amounting to ninety two thousand five hundred fifty eight acres also for an agricultural college to the extent of one hundred thousand acres which two funds have been consolidated and together they have accumulated to the sum of one million one hundred fifty nine thousand seven hundred ninety dollars and seventy three cents all of which is securely invested the state has also been endowed with five hundred thousand acres of land for internal improvements and all its lands falling within the designation of swamp lands an act of congress of february twenty sixth eighteen fifty seven also gave it 10 sections of land for the purpose of completing public buildings at the seat of government and all the salt springs not to exceed 12 in the state with six sections of land to each spring in all 72 sections the 12 salt springs have all been discovered and located and the lands selected the salt spring lands have been transferred to the regions of the university to be held in trust to pay the cost of a geological and natural history survey of the state it is estimated that the salt spring lands will produce on the same valuation as the school lands the sum of three hundred thousand dollars large sums will also be gained by the state from the sale of timber stumpage and the products of its mineral lands some idea of the magnitude of the fund to be derived from the mineral lands of the state may be learned from the report of the state auditor for the year eighteen ninety six in which he says that during the years eighteen ninety five ninety six there was received from and under all mineral leases contracts and loyalties hundred seventy thousand one hundred twenty eight dollars and eighty three cents it will be seen from this statement that the educational interests of minnesota are largely provided for without resort to direct taxation although up to the present time that means of revenue has to some extent been utilized to meet the expenses of the grant system prevailing throughout the state. The First Territorial Government The organization of the territory was completed by the appointment of Alexander Ramsey of Pennsylvania as Governor, Aaron Goodrich as Chief Justice, and David Cooper and Bradley B. Meeker as Associate Justices, C. K. Smith as secretary, Joshua L. Taylor as marshal, and Henry L. Moss as district attorney. On the 27th of May, 1849, the governor and his family arrived in St. Paul, but there being no suitable accommodations for them, they became the guests of Hon. Henry H. Sibley at Mendota, whose hospitality, as usual, was never failing, and for several weeks, there resided the four men who have been perhaps more prominent in the development of the state than any others henry h sibley alexander ramsey henry m rice and franklin Steele. all of whom have been honoured by having important counties named after them and by being chosen to fill high places of honour and trust the governor soon returned to the capital and on the first of june eighteen forty nine issued a proclamation declaring the territory duly organized on the eleventh of june he issued a second proclamation dividing the territory into three judicial districts the county of st croix which was one of the discarded counties of wisconsin and embraced the present county of ramsey was made the first district the second was composed of the county of la pointe another of the wisconsin counties and the region north and west of the Mississippi River, and north of the Minnesota, and of a line running due west from the headwaters of the Minnesota to the Missouri. The country west of the Mississippi and south of the Minnesota formed the third district. The chief justice was assigned to the first, Meeker to the second, and Cooper to the third, and courts were ordered held in each district as follows. At Stillwater in the 1st District on the 2nd Monday, at the Falls of St. Anthony on the 3rd Monday, and at Mendota on the 4th Monday in August. A census was taken of the inhabitants of the territory in pursuance of the requirements of the Organic Act with the following result. I give here the details of the census as it is interesting to know what inhabited places there were in the territory at this time. As well as the number of inhabitants. Stillwater, 609 inhabitants. Lake St. Croix, 211. Marine Mills, 173. St. Paul, 840. Little Canada and St. Anthony, 571. Crow Wing and Long Prairie, 350. Osaki's Rapids, 133. Falls of St. Croix, 16. Snake River eighty two, Le Point County twenty two, Crow Wing hundred seventy four, Lackey Par sixty eight, Little Rock thirty five, Prairieville twenty two, Oak Grove twenty three, Black Dog Village eighteen, Crow Wing East Side seventy, Mendota hundred twenty two, Red Wing Village thirty three, Wabasha and Root River hundred fourteen. Fort Snelling, 38, Soldiers, Women, and Children in Forts, 317, Pembina, 637, Missouri River, 85. Total of 4,764 inhabitants. On the 7th day of July, the governor issued a proclamation dividing the territory into seven council districts and ordering an election for a delegate to Congress, nine councillors and 18 representatives to constitute the first territorial legislature to be held on the 1st day of august at this election henry h sibley was again chosen delegate to congress end of section 10